girls like you, not guys like me, so now I'm gonna do. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah, girls like you, got me too, no, no, and I'm gonna do. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Where are you going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why have, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Why have we started with this? I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Happy Maroon 5 day to you all. Oh, was this that is, them? This could end terribly with your boys, Johnny V. Hello. And A to the B.I. I don't need a song, not show you. Oh, yeah, that's back. Take me to the phone and I know you got that moves like Jagger. Yeah. You got that moves like Jagger. Nah. You got that moves like I actually knew every single word to one of this the Maroon Yes. Yes. Taking I knew every single word. On me. She said goodbye. Too many I think, um, before. I think I'll go as far as saying that's the first album I ever bought with my own money. Oh, yeah? That's, that's how white I am. <laughs> you are quite amazing this is uh, this is heritage as jose said this is definitely definitely <laughs> quite heritage <laughs> without further ado this <laughs> terribly episode Sequante! That, that, that's wrong in every language. Yeah, I know. I know. Fuck it. Cinquante. Cinquante. I don't give a shit. I made it up. Cinquenta. I made it up, but Cinquenta. people still felt it. They felt it. Funfsig. They felt it. They did, I guess. They felt it. I hope people didn't think we were going to start the episode without doing the thing. I mean... We came out of left field. I it's hope, the stamp. I hope people weren't like, oh my days. Keep people guessing. Uh, Never let them know. We are jumping right in because we are in with the shits tonight. Yes, we are. This Maroon Friday. Yes. Shout out our SoundCloud listeners. Yes. Our YouTube listeners. You nasty people. Our Apple podcast listeners. Yes. Our silent Amazon music listeners. Yes. And of course, our Spotify Listeners, yes, followers, subscribers, sharers, supporters. This could end terribly. Is 50 episodes deep? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Clicks to us. We made it, baby. We made it. It's Fucking a big, hell, man. It's a big age. It's crazy. It's a big age. Gold, 50 episodes. Golden years in that. 50 episodes and nearly like two years deep of recording every other week. That's a young jubilee, isn't it? It's the golden jubilee, the 50. It's crazy. Um, it's been a journey. How do you reflect? How do I reflect? Um, I mean, in one sense, it's quite sad that the world keeps throwing up enough fuckeries uh, for us to keep <laughs> producing episodes. For real. Uh, fortnight after fortnight. But Thank you, world. Thank you, world. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you oh. for putting the whole thing together. I'm and, proud of uh, you. I'm proud of us. Proud of us for, for keeping it going. We've had our moments. We've had our ups. <laughs> we've had our downs. We've had our roundabouts. Oh, man. This but, can end terribly. Wouldn't be this can end terribly without moments. Yes. Uh, arguably, the name that we gave the podcast <laughs> kind of foretold its yeah, story yeah, yeah. of production. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a genius on many levels, Johnny. <laughs> How do you feel about reaching um, about reaching the same podcast age as your own years? <laughs> wow um <laughs> but not too far off the truth um yeah no i feel very happy i feel very proud 
Yeah, look, it's difficult. This shit is difficult. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what it sounds like because we make it, so it's hard to listen to it from a listener's point of view. But like, it may sound easy, but this shit is difficult. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a lot of stimulus to keep us going, but even on the weeks where we don't, and we have to kind of just like run with it, we manage to do so. Podcasting is unrewarding in many respects, right? Because you put something out and you don't really know who it affects. You know, people are listening to it all around the world, but you don't really know how it's affecting people um, until you know. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have been very, very nice um, throughout. So I want to yes. shout out those people who have been telling us in all the ways in which this can terribly have gotten them through the pandemic, how they've got them through some really dark times. Uh, I've been told that the, we've got them through depression. Um, people are coming up to me and say they listen to this in long journeys with their other halves and they laugh in car journeys and shit. Like it's been an amazing journey, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really proud. Um, It's tough though. Do you know what I mean? Like on days like today where I've been a bit sick all week and I'm a bit low on energy and I know Johnny's coming around on a Friday night. I'm like, shit, I got to perk up, man. I banged out my little seven and a half minute plank before you came just to get, just to get the juices flowing. You had to let people know that you're up to seven and a half minutes now. Seven minutes, 35 seconds actually, but whatever. Who's counting? I am. You are. Um, <laughs> we all have to know about it. <laughs> so yeah, it's difficult in many respects, um, but there is, there's something very, very nice about just like chilling out with your boys and just having a drink and chatting shit. Talking some shit. Um, I, if I may flex. Mm, please. This podcast has been a constant reminder of just how well-rounded a human I am. Mm, has it? Can, can you look at my interests? Me, I can talk about anything. Mm. Uh, often too much. Often too much. Too much. It's uh... never a boring moment. Uh, and I gotta say the same about you as well. I mean, sometimes, probably too many times, you rock up to this place not knowing what the fuck I'm about to talk about. Yeah. But you freestyle your way through it. Yeah. And your acting skills are convincing. Thank you very much. I appreciate Which that. I commend you for. Thank you very much. So again, um, this isn't just about us. This is about all the people who have been supporting the thing. It's about you. It's about um, you backing it. There's no podcast without you lot. Yeah. So we, thank you. We have done all of this with absolutely no um, big team, with absolutely no big support in the background. We've literally just been um, word of mouth, grassroots type thing. And um, yeah, we're forever thankful for, for everything that you have um that you have given us back Amen. by way of feedback and by way of support. Um, yeah. How have you been, Rich? Yeah, man, it's been a shit week, man. I'm yeah? knackered. I'm knackered. Talk about it. I, I'm only drinking this whiskey neat right now because I just wanted to do some things to my throat. You know what I mean? Pause. You are problematic. <laughs> um, is that Aziri or is that, what, what, what's this the provenance? Is, this is a scotch. Oh, it is. Whiskey. Cracked out the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Shout out Vitaly, you got this for me, my last birthday. Just cracked it open. Mm-hmm. Speaking of birthdays. Yes. When you're listening to this, I would have done one more rotation around the sun, baby. Yes. How many is that now? 37. Oof. Man, I look sexy though. It's a lot. I oh, know, I know. I went, into the, I went to get a, uh, a sausage and egg sandwich this morning from okay. my local yep. shout out the mighty bite and bow and um this white woman from behind the till asked me what i wanted and i said sausage and egg bacon red sauce toasted she said i'm assuming you want like the really thick toast yeah you look a bit you, you hungry and i was like yeah i'm very hungry <laughs> um and then she was like yeah to be honest you you, you kind of remind me of my son and if you're anything like him he, he wants the large large loaves and slices of bread and i was like well how old's your son she said he's 25. And I was like, <laughs> don't break yourself. This never happened. And what then did everyone in the shop stand up and applause? Like, <laughs> she was like, 
oh, fuck off. She actually swore. She's like, oh, fuck off. You're 37. And then she goes, and this made me laugh. Like, I really cried oh, at this. She was like, I guess that's what they mean when they say black don't crack. And I was she, like, yo. Yes. But she said it in a way where it's like, look, I know you got black friends. So I'm gonna let you get away with that. It, there, was, <laughs> there, was, there was nothing national front about it. It wasn't the BNP compliment. Yeah, no, 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 no. I felt like she had gang in the gang in it. Like. So I let her get away with that. And then this uh, Turkish lady who also, who owns the place came out and she was saying similar things. Um, so fuck you very much, Johnny. Yeah, all right. Um, you got one compliment in your multiple decades come on, on this bro. planet. Come on, bro. You've not been invited on Rich Kids, Poor Kids, have you? Uh, true. Um, but I'm also not a Tory, so I don't expect to be. Wow. Um, like you. Just wow. To, just, to, just to be clear. I'm going to let you have that, that one point for, didn't hit home. For your birthday. You can, yeah, yeah, you yeah. That. So happy birthday, me, bitches. Mashallah. Um, yeah. Um, how are you? I'm all right, you know. Here I'm all right. I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't even really want to ask you this because I know where this is going to go. Yeah, no, I've uh, obviously, <sighs> as part of my uh, sanctification, purification of the soul. Here we go. Uh, Rich owes me a hundred pounds. I do, ladies and gentlemen. I do. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Thank you very much. I'll give it to you. Well, you see, you say that Rich, at the time of recording, is the only person who hasn't paid. Um, and upon being presented with evidence of the challenge completed, I needed that. First, uh, doubted its veracity. Man uh, showed me like a video. I showed you multiple some videos white boys of you on the feet. scales. Some white boys' feet on Which some scales. The video then that turned could around. Be anybody's toes showed my face. <laughs> on yeah, the eventually, scales. but I didn't see a picture of your uh, head and the feet yeah, on the scales the at the same point, time. The video. So. Uh, so, having got through the doubts of veracity, then said, "I ain't paying shit till everyone else pays." Because hmm. <laughs> I got a nice legit right. What do you mean? I don't <laughs> want to be the only mug who isn't seeing the actual evidence. <laughs> right, right. Right. Well, now you're the only mug who hasn't paid, and so. you'll, you'll get your monies now. Uh uh-uh. So pay up. So that is six and a half kilos down in three weeks. Thanks very much. What did you learn about yourself, uh, honestly, Mr. Zen? It has been it's been transformative, you know. Like I'm not Shut like up. I'm not I'm not entirely transformative. It has, man. It has, and it's proper moist to say it. I'm aware it's moist, um, but like I don't really miss the booze at all. And like anyone who knows me knows that's quite a marked uh, step change. Mm. Um, not being on the booze has done a lot of things beyond like feeling healthy. Like my brain is working at some kind of like dangerously ADHD level capacity. Mm. Um, Boshed through like mad books in the last three weeks. Oh. I discovered there's a whole another Napoleon. Did you know this? Oh God. No. There's, a, there's a whole other Napoleon. There's a bloke called Napoleon III. Check this. Who was Napoleon's uh, <laughs> nephew, right? But it's super fucked up because as listeners may remember when I had my last Napoleon, the first geek out, Napoleon married a badders. Um, and Napoleon, when he married the badders, already had a daughter. Right. So Napoleon made his stepdaughter marry his nephew. Kind of fucked, which means that Napoleon's nephew is also his step grandson or rather Louis Napoleon, who became Napoleon the third. His uncle was also his step granddaddy. Very sus. Very weird. Anyway, white people, people being crazy, bro. They're done being crazy, especially the French. Anyway, um, th- uh, this Napoleon like did the exact same thing as the first Napoleon became like dictator of France, reconstituted the empire. Uh, tried to beef Bear Man, ended up uh, in the Franco-Prussian War and got fucked by Bismarck uh, and then sent an emperor over to Mexico. And so the Habsburgs and the Austrians were... Anyway, very weird. Where are you going with this, Johnny? I've been reading a lot of shit because I'm not boozing and it's like, it's very (laughs) weird. I've become a very weird person. 
um, eventually. Uh, but no, it's been kind of sick. Like I'm eating healthy. I'm kind of like captive to this healthy diet as well. Like I keep being offered junk food and I'm turning it down. Basically what I'm getting at is I'm going to stay ripperlicious into my holiday in America. You've never been ripperlicious. Uh, which is which is getting more when and more have expensive you ever by been the day. ripperlicious? And what is this word? I am presently ripperlicious. Mm. Um, the uh, mm. reverse leg ups on the uh, on the monkey bars. Did wonders for my DMs. One thing I will say about your gym videos. Yeah. They are entirely too short. Too short? They're too short. Please so elaborate. I don't know that beyond the 15 second story, you yeah. are actually doing anything more than one pull up and one push up. But you saw me doing multiple mm. ones. When? And uh, On the video that I uploaded, nah, I did nah, eight nah. and did then did eight ten. knee ups and then about... did eight leg ups. Mm, didn't see all that, mate. Well, it's, not sure watched the video did. all the way through. Nah, no one saw that shit. Mm. If it wasn't like a three minute reel, didn't, it didn't happen. Uh, it did, it didn't uh, happen. Unlike you, I'm a, I'm a less is more kind of guy. Mm. Um, I mean, I just never uploaded a reel in my life, but they're coming though. Wow. I got some new kicks. Wow. It's going to be a reel. Well, we're just, just, I'm going to do a reel. We were just lying on the podcast I'm today. I'm going to do a reel. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, no, I've been keeping it healthy. Oh, yeah, I have done a reel. Kosher. I did that one reel. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know what else it will be on, uh, on, uh, on, on, on the day this comes out as well as your birthday? What? It'll be Rosh Hashanah. So happy new year. Oh. Shana Tova and all that to the yeah, uh, yeah. to the Jew Dem and the Goy Dem. Yeah. Uh, all of them things. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm keeping it. It's just appropriating my birthday, but that's cool. 100%. We were, we were there first. But anyway, mm. um, we were, we're keeping it, keeping it healthy, keeping it kosher, keeping it keeping it cool, staying healthy and doing my thing. I don't know. It's just been all right. Just keep, yeah, keep yeah. on reading books. I'm happy you're happy. I'm happy you're healthy. I know it's like 20, uh, what, 2021. I, no, 2020. I didn't drink um, during the pandemic. During yeah, it was the long. Week, bare boring. During the week. 2021 i didn't drink a drop of yeah. alcohol at home even more boring all the year even when i was recording this bad boy yeah um, we could tell. so i know what it's like when you make these cuts to your life it can be very very nice and you can feel the change you can feel it oh goodness i've saved so much money as well that too in this economy that too hey yeah, Booze yeah. Is expensive. i'm currently cutting, cutting off um like sweets and stuff anyone who knows me knows i got a sweet tooth um, and yeah, I've been cutting them out since I got back from Portugal in yeah. August as well. Yeah. So yeah, man, Good for your teeth. all these little things that you can do to just better your insides, yes. to improve your aesthetic. Yes. Do it, innit? Um, there was entirely too much coverage of Man Like Prince Andrew at that Queen's funeral. Yeah, bruv. bit mad, no? What is going on? The young rehab. It was just Andrew pan to Harry, pan back to Andrew. Yeah. Some choir stuff. Kind of bleak. How They're they walking. Yeah. Kind of bleak how they put Harry in the same uniform as the nonce. It's mad, isn't it? No, I feel like the I feel like Andrew uh, got had a better suit. I feel like his setup was like mm. better. I don't know if they were technically the same, but it looked like Andrew's just had a bit more sauce and a bit more tailoring. Are you are you just becoming a dad bod fan in anticipation of the inevitable? Why do you keep saying things that just are not me? Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen me? Like, look at me, dad bod. Just say you like Prince come Andrew. On. Just like, say look, you like. No, no, but come on, look at me, bro. Look at me, bro. Say that you Dad like bod? Prince Andrew's body. Just no, say I'm, it's the I'm same just space. saying that like they, it looks like they they pulled out the family tailor okay. for Prince Andrew, okay. and it looks like they sent Harry to TM Lewin oh. and said, "Figure it out." Man looked like he was like readjusting the waistline a few mm. times. Maybe he didn't put a belt on. Maybe um, it just didn't look great. He okay. looked like an outcast. Megan, though, very good. Very good. Mashallah. Mashallah. Yes, the, the princess it, it this country deserves. season one of Suits mm, Rude Boy. The worst TV show ever made, but continue. Nah, I mean, it, it became terrible, but... It was, Rachel Zane. It was terrible. Season one of Suits. So I've heard, yes. It was giving flashbacks. Okay, very good. Who else looked good? 
Everyone was talking a lot about Kate Middleton, but I think she's... Ugh. You see um, how how her and William are so obviously separated? That was fucking jokes. Oh, yeah? I yeah. didn't notice. I didn't, They're I wasn't, walking bare far yeah, away from each other. I was deep in body language like that. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I didn't watch it. I went to work. You were at work? Yeah, I went to work. I, got the, I get an extra day's holiday, bruv. I would have rather what do you mean? work, to be honest. I listened was... to my audiobook all day. I didn't do jack shit. Yeah, it was... It was... Yeah, it was. I mean, to be fair, it was a very nice funeral. I know it was like a template, and I know that we're probably going to be in a situation in ten years again when King Charles kicks it as well. But yeah, I'm not being funny, but like when when your funeral costs 170 million quid that other people are paying for, it Is that how much be it costs? Yeah, we paid for it, 170 million quid. Bro, you got to get over that shit, bro. There's going to be more of that. Well, we're why are every, we paying for it? After today, we're paying for everything. Ruby. Well, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> your might... government again is, is, is fucking My us government, up. Your government. Your chancellor. Your, your government, bro. <laughs> your chancellor. Bro, we need to get Kwasi Karteng to Dave's International Barber in Peckham because <laughs> like, I don't want to be that guy, but Boris held a lot of heat about his unshaven head. So I'm equal opportunist with this shit, right? <laughs> he needs a trim. He needs a fucking trim. And it's I'm going to take him. Kwasi, if you're hearing this, I will take you. We'll go to a trim, bro. I, knew, I know a couple of Kurdish Listen. guys who will nice you listen he's piped his way up to the post of chancellor with that trim yeah as david moy said don't change a winning team yeah but um why do people keep talking about harry and like william like are they really beefing i don't know how, how how much can you really beef your bro white people are different in it really yeah yeah i think so especially when there's like power at play as well and whatnot um I just, maybe that's just think that I'm not on Brothers have a terms. different bond though, man. But William's got a vested interest in the institution of the monarchy staying pure, right? Because it's, it's his only ticket to success. Like what else has he actually done with his life? But you, you don't think- At least Harry's like, done some shit. But you don't think like when he's doing the whole public, yes, I'm for the, for the monarchy stuff. He's just like sending a secret little WhatsApp at the end of the night saying, yo, Harry, Harry I, I get you, bro. I'm with you, bro. Like let's meet up at the pub down the corner, bro. I feel you, bro. It might not necessarily be that simple. Because there's more, it is more than just Will and the kids, right? There is an entire institution. There is the entire landed gentry of the, of, of the country that the royal family protects, which is part of the beef of why it's such a rotten institution, why it's entirely fine to not be super pro-funeral on every fucking channel in the country. And we reached the conclusion that it was definitely William who asked about the shade. Uh, I of, thought we said, of, did we not say baby? Charles? Because William has met Raheem Sterling before, so... <laughs> so he couldn't possibly be... So he's not ignorant. And right? he supports Aston Villa, and right. they've got Jamaicans on their right yeah, wing, yeah, exactly. cutting in from the right on yeah, the left. Yeah. Uh, they've also got a couple of mixed race players and whatnot. So he True. would know what Bayesians look like. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought we said it was Charles. Hmm. I thought we said it was Charles. Because hmm. remember, like, Diana left him for an Arab, so he was like, is it going to be the same colour as that? Yeah. Did you see the Instagram video of the lady who said that the waiting the queue for the lying in state was as important if not more important than the birth of her two kids jesus did you see that i did not see Mazzaline, that Mazeline, bruv i did see prince charles shake everyone's hand except the one black man in that, the lion that, that almost that almost shot me to an early grave <laughs> from laughter that was because so, he then he forced the, the handshake <laughs> Do you know how embarrassed you have to feel to grab, to grab a king's the king, the, wrist the and king. say, I will receive Shake this it. handshake? <laughs> do you know how long I have waited here? If you do not shake my hand, you will have 10 days as King Maximum. <laughs> I was so I was him. so sad for him, but oh, I just couldn't get over so the laughter. Funny. That was so. He choked. got the handshake though. Shout out that man. Yeah, Honestly, uncle, uncle, man. Earned yeah. It uncle got the. He got it. He got it. Um, I can't lie. I'm glad that the. It's amazing how like, and I think this is a sign of like the times. Mm -hmm. We've just been able to switch off. It's been ten days of mourning where mm -hmm. it's just been like, oh my god, sadness, sadness, and you felt the sadness in the air to the funeral taking place, and then everyone just being like, all right, move on, next. 
Yeah. Have you, have you noticed that? Yeah, well, I mean, we've all got ADHD. That's the whole point of social media, right? It's mad. But also, like, I just don't think that... Like, on this, I think, honestly, hot take, the vast majority of public grievance over this was uh, public performance. I honestly don't think nah. most people gave a shit, really. Nah, I it's think just one of, has to be seen to be doing I the disagree. right thing. I think a lot of people give a shit, but I'm just not quite sure why. And I'm not entirely sure they know why either. You keep hearing this thing of where it's like, she's the only thing we've ever known. She's the only continuity in all of our lives. And I'm like, you are 30. <laughs> she's 96. Yeah, like this. What do you mean? And then they were doing coverage on the BBC and shit. And then they'd have like, a crazy 80 year old who's got all the badges and all the regalia, all that shit, right? Saying, oh, she's amazing and I love her and I'm gonna miss her and I don't know what I'm gonna do without her, which is very sus. But then they pan to like a five year old and be like, so what does the queen mean to you then? My uh, nana gave me his 20 pounds for Easter and she's on, on the face, like, so I love what, her. What do you want? little jesse to say yeah no it's madness uh, it's, this country's just in in bondage and stockholm syndrome to its own fucking bizarre class system it's very weird it's very weird yeah i, I kind of hope that at least charles might be the last because like again as we said in the last episode there was some credo given to her because she had been around for so long so many people had suffered under it that she had some social capital in the bank right and the progress of companies basically saying we're bouncing is, has increased uh, and I think that Charles may well end up being being the last one. I think really, if William's a decent bloke, just fucking just admit you like getting pegged by a dominatrix and tin the whole lot, bro. You can keep the palaces. Just stop wasting our fucking money. <laughs> Allegedly, I feel that. Um, yeah, and look, as I said, I think it was a lovely wedding overall. Um, wedding. What did I say? Wedding. I, I, that's a real mental block for me, by the way. Is it? Whenever I'm talking about funerals, I always say wedding. It's a mad one. That's weird. I don't know why. It was a very beautiful funeral, I'll be honest. Yeah, right? Right, the, the walk was the thing that impressed me the most because like the motion involved, like just that seamless in tandem motion for me was just blowing my fucking mind because it's just like, yo, how is that even possible? Did they rehearse that shit? Um, but it was quite nice. The church service was, was nice. And you know, a lot of people were saying that that's been in the work since 2005. I think it was the black archbishop, archbishop of York or something, mm -hmm. the black guy. He was like, yeah, he's had the plan of the funeral for like since 2005. Yeah, it's been a rough time. Um, so it's clearly a template and it's clearly something, as I said before, we're probably gonna see soon, soon again, um, unless Prince Charles, sorry, King Charles. King Charles III. Starts uh, yamming on that amala. He starts yeah. yamming on that pounded yam. Stay away from the vibe. He needs to get on that shaki. Yeah. He needs to get some very hardened jollof rice. He needs to eat a lot of tomato. In his get that blood pressure down. Guts and bowels, bruv. That, <laughs> might, that might keep you here until 96 like your old mama. You know what I mean? Um, but all that game meat that you guys eat. Oh, you let me careful, bruv. Bruv, I did that. It's all madness. Just, just fuck it. Let's just stop pretending, man. Just tin the lot. Tin the lot. They offer no value. Liz is dead. May she rest in whatever, in peace, whatever. But yeah. like, we don't, we don't need them. Yeah. Stop, stop the pretend. I keep hearing people go back to this tourism argument. It's just mad dumb. Yeah. yeah. The Forbidden Palace is the most, in Beijing is the most visited tourist site in the world. Yeah. The, like the Qing dynasty died out fucking time ago. Yeah. Uh, Versailles is universally more, way more palace, uh, visited palace than, than, than uh, the UK palaces. None of our palaces make it to like the top 20 tourist attractions in the world. Why? Because you're not allowed inside. Mm. Imagine if they opened up Buckingham Palace and Windsor Palace and actually let like punters pay for a ticket, then we'd make some fucking money. But just give them Kensington Palace and Edge of High Park, turn the fuck off, it's pointless now. I hear that. And on the subject of money. Oh boy. So one of the things that was delayed <sighs> in the midst of the queen kicking it 
was the budget adjustments or the budget announcement that was going to come from the Tory government from new Chancellor of the Exchequer, Quasi Kwarteng, which, by the way, I think is a great rap name. Yeah. Um, came today. The budget came today and quite inaccurately donned as a mini budget when it was oh, far from... There was nothing mini about this budget. mini bro. budget. Jesus. Now, if you want some of the headlines, which we're going to go through in a little bit more detail, you need to know the following about what happened today. Mm -hmm. So, firstly, the highest rate of income tax was abolished, meaning some of you big earners uh, will pay the same tax rate as those on £50,000. And that cutoff for this new abolished upper rate of tax, which was 45%, applies at the 150000 pounds a year salary yes. mark secondly the basic rate of income tax so the what was 20 percent um is set to be cut by one penny so it's going down to 19 percent mm -hmm. third corporation tax increase that was implemented i believe by rishi mm -hmm. which to be was which went from 19 to 25 percent has just gone it's off the table corporations Alhamdulillah in all the way through to the bank. We now do that. <laughs> also, bankers can now, this is crazy. Bankers can now earn, un, actually, I'm going to get your view on this. Bankers can now earn unlimited bonuses yes. as the bonus cap is lifted. Stamp duty. So there are changes to stamp duty as yeah. well. So there's going to be no stamp duty for up to 250K on house purchases. It gets even better for you if you are a first time buyer. Yes. Because there'll be no stamp duty on the first 425K in the value of your home. Yes. And then the national insurance hike, which was implemented by Rishi, has been reversed as well. So again, that nice chunk of money that you were losing uh, in your monthly salary, um, you will get back, but naturally relative to your earnings. So it will be another way in which the bigger earners take home more cash. Mm -hmm. Now, this has all been very nicely marketed. Using a term, the Tories have now called trickle down economics. Oh, fuck off. Which is their belief that in order to get growth going, to get spending going, to get the economy going, you need to give money back to the rich so they can spend more money, even if it means that the people who are less fortunate have less money to also contribute similarly. Look, the markets did not like old trussonomics because for the first time since 1985, pounds went down to, what was it, $1.10? Oh yeah, oh, above it. No, I think the nineteen eighty five level was dollar uh, twelve or dollar thirteen or something. So it went lower. Oh, we blew through that. We got to we got to one oh nine handle. And obviously, everybody who is anybody um, experts, the people who aren't even experts, are considering this the beginning of the end. And what they're saying is that the total costing of the budget was forty five billion pounds. And the last time we did budget changes to that value was followed by the biggest housing crash in history. Yeah, no, the entire package that uh, Kwasi Karteng announced over the cost of five years, 161 billion. 
There's, there's an increase of borrowing of 70 billion to fund the energy uh, piece, but all the packages, the total package announced today is going to cost 161 billion over the oh, next shit. five years. Oh shit, maybe I read something else. Yeah, it's a fucking madness. So so we're recording this on Friday or the day of the, of the budget. I've spent all day on the trading floor. It's been a fucking myth. Bloodbath. It has been a fucking murder on the dance floor. M- murder on the trading floor. Basically, uh, anyone I've been speaking to uh, with anything to do about markets remotely for the last couple of years, and I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast as well. Uh, you will have heard. Oh, is it Johnny said, saying I told you so? I told again. you so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I've said uh, that Britain is an emerging market, or Britain's economy is becoming an emerging market economy. The sterling is no longer a serious currency. It's becoming an emerging market currency, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As much as I don't particularly like the term. Um, this the the economy is fucked. The currency is now screwed, and we're no longer a serious country. Uh, and what happened today uh, was evidence of that. And certainly, the market's reaction uh, to the policies announced um, are evidence of that. So, to put into context of what happened a couple of days before, well, the day before the budget announcement, the Bank of England had also delayed its interest rate hike. Uh, and without getting into uh, the the nitty gritty of central banking policy, um, when there is inflation and the government needs to bring inflation under control, what it does is it raises interest rates by making borrowing uh, more expensive and by making depositing cash at the Bank of England more attractive to banks. Uh, It reduces borrowing to the real economy and it also sucks liquidity out of the economy by getting banks to put money at the Bank of England rather than lending it out. Uh, The effect of this is to slow economic growth and by slowing economic growth, you slow inflation. The Bank of England bottled the decision to raise by 75 basis points, basically because they were in denial about the inflationary impact um, or the forward uh, prospects of inflation in the UK. Fast forward to the budget, where Kwasi Kwarteng says that they're going to spend £161 billion over the next five years, most of it financed through debt borrowing, certainly not through tax increases because they're just cutting taxes willy-nilly. Uh, and the markets went... <laughs> so just, so just, just, just to break that down in layman's terms for people who aren't either politically inclined or inclined in economics, mm-hmm. the concept of us borrowing sure. to get ourselves out of debt. Break so, so, so the two main terms in, 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 uh, in government finance are debt and deficit. Mm. The deficit is the number... Say, for example, you earn three grand a month and you've gone on a bit of a mad one, there's been a few birthdays this month and you spend four grand this month, then you are in a thousand pounds deficit. Because you earn three grand, but you spent four grand. That's your deficit. So how do you finance that deficit? Uh, Well, chances are that you, well, you might have some savings. So you can call in your savings to pay off that deficit. Mm -hmm. You might have some shit that you can sell. So you get rid of the PlayStation, your fucking Yeezys. I was going to say Yeezys. Yeezys. Uh, or you sell ass on OnlyFans like that, or underwear or whatever. Uh, you can finance your deficit through assets or you go to your credit card, right? And so your deficit, that thousand pound, you earn three grand, you spent four grand, you have no ass left to sell. Um, you go to hit the credit card. And so you borrow that money. OnlyFans.com. OnlyFans.com. Forward slash JV. JV ass. JV Johnny V Vass. <laughs> uh, so that's quite good. So, uh, so your thousand pound deficit is paid off through debt. You borrow that thousand uh, pounds, and then let's say the next month you uh, earn three grand, but you uh, spend four grand again. Your deficit is again a thousand pounds, but you borrow it, um, but you haven't actually paid off the thousand uh, pounds from the last one, right? So now your debt stands at two thousand. You've got no deficit, but you owe two grand because you've borrowed it off your credit card. 
right? Mm -hmm. um, so debt and deficit are two different things. Deficit is what you owe. It's kind of like a balance of payments. And uh, your debt is what you've borrowed. Now, governments aren't people. They don't have credit cards. What uh, governments do to finance deficits is either raise taxes or borrow money. And by borrowing money, they issue debt. They mm -hmm. issue bonds. A bond, very simply, is a debt obligation. It's an IOU. So the UK government says that for a rate, uh, for a term of 10 years, we will pay you a prevailing market interest rate. Uh, let's just say that this market interest rate is 1%. Okay. So every year for the next 10 years, we're going to pay you 1% of what you give us. And at the end of 10 years, we're going to give you back what you paid. So let's say that you give the government a million pound. Uh, you get 1% a year of a million pound, which is 10 grand. So every year you get 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand for 10 years. And then at the end of 10 years, they give you back the million pounds. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that is them hitting the credit card to finance all the birthday parties. Now what they're doing is they are uh, they're going to increase the deficit uh, or increase the spending by about 160 billion quid, which as I understand blows the deficit wider by something like 70 to 80 uh, billion mm. uh, because their projections are for growth to finance some of it. Uh, but that's also going to be financed by a shit ton of debt, mm. shit ton of debt. Okay. And the real stupid thing about this is that we've been listening to an economic policy over the last 12 years, largely, which said that not only do we need to get deficits down, but we need to get borrowing down. Uh, and through that, that was the excuse for not investing in infrastructure. Now, what's happened over the last 10 to 12 years is that interest rates have been very low mm -hmm. and interest rates have been very low because growth and inflation have been very low. So interest rates were kept low because keeping interest rates low helps stoke growth and inflation because as i said earlier when interest rates are high borrowing is more expensive mm -hmm. and it's less attractive to deposit money in a central bank when interest rates are low it means that because it's less attractive to deposit money at the central bank you lend it out to the real economy and because it's cheaper for the real economy to borrow it they do so so rather than the government borrowing money at a cheap rate for the last 12 years as interest rates have fucking blown up because inflation has blown up because of Russia and because of post-COVID supply squeezes. Now they've decided to borrow a shit ton of money. And so the net effect of the government choosing to borrow a shit ton like, of cash. It's basically like buying at the high, isn't it? Uh, it's, so what it is, is it's like, it's like refinancing your credit card at the highs of yeah. interest rates. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what they're doing. Literally. Uh, so, so what's happened uh, now is that... Because the government has promised that it's going to go on a tax uh, tax cut binge in some idea or dream of getting uh, economic growth going, but also directly borrowing a shit ton of cash to finance uh, energy spending and other programs, uh, that has increased expectations of growth. And increasing the expectations of growth or, and government spending in particular feeding through to inflation means the Bank of England is going to have to raise its interest rates even more. So what has happened is that the government, not only are they part of, and we'll get into the nitty gritty of what the tax um, cuts and brackets mean, but not only are they borrowing a shit ton of cash that's now at historic, well, recent history, expensive levels to do so, but in doing so are going to push up the uh, rates at which everyone's mortgages uh, and bank loans are set from. Uh, so not only are they making it more expensive for them to borrow, they're going to make it more expensive for you to borrow. Now, that's important in the context of what happened to the gilt market, which is the UK government bond market. It fell totally apart. 
uh, in the same fashion that the stock market fell apart, they both fell apart because international markets lost confidence in them. They lost confidence in them. And uh, in the case of the stock market, uh, because people are starting to see that maybe that this country can't really operate unless the government finances all of its economic activity. Uh, but also in the case of the gilt market, because they're going to issue a shit ton more debt. So when there is more supply of something for a constant amount of demand, the value of it goes down. Now, how one can tell that the market thinks that the country is fucked in particular isn't necessarily through uh, the bond market falling apart or even the stock market falling apart. How one can tell that the market thinks the uh, country is fucked is by the currency falling apart. So I'm gonna, the only opportunity I'm going to take to nerd out before I get back to simpleness is that what hap- when, con- when the finance minister of a country... Wait, you haven't been nerding out? I think I've been keeping it fairly straightforward so far. I'm joking, don't bite. Uh, what happens, like genuinely, for a finance minister to get up on a podium, say some shit, and then government bond yields to spike as the currency collapses is truly, truly emerging market stuff. Mm, like you 100%. have properly fucked this big 100%. time. And so the significance of the FX market is international investors basically saying, we don't want to hold sterling. This currency ain't worth shit. Yep. Uh, bond yields, you can explain by the increase in supply. Stock market, uh, you can kind of explain um, by, by just a lack of confidence in the real economy that this um, budget has announced. Uh, but the, the economy falling apart uh, is driven because international investors no longer see value in holding the currency. Uh, despite interest rates going up, all things being equal, uh, currencies and yields should move in the same direction because if the government is going to pay you more than uh, on its interest, as I mentioned earlier, you get 1%, 1%, 1%. If the government's going to pay you 3% a year, then it should be more desirable to hold that currency so you can start getting that 3%. But even with interest rates blowing upwards, nobody wants to hold this government debt because they understand that not only is there probably more borrowing coming down the line, but it's very unlikely to work as an economic policy. And the proof of the pudding is the currency collapse. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, what's even more fucking stupid is that they've announced a shit ton of borrowing to go towards the buying of um, uh, the, the energy price cap, which as we've discussed before, is a very poor way of, of making these bills affordable. Uh, I think about 60 billion of it is going towards that, 70 billion is going towards the energy price cap piece specifically. Well, you could have raised the same amount by putting a, a, a tax or a windfall tax on those energy and oil companies. They've, mm. they've chosen not to, it's a political choice. They're going to make you pay for it rather uh, than um, the energy companies. And when I say you pay for it, it's because tax money is what pays off government debt. Yep. This is your debt, you're paying for this, right? Um, but uh, within that 60 billion package, um, the current what, what was the point I was getting at? Anyway, the currency is falling apart and it's fucking stupid because they've announced they're going to spend a shit ton of money on paying off the oil. But as the currency is falling apart, because the energy that we buy is denominated in dollars, right? We're buying this. We're, we're spending the same amount of money. We're getting a lot less energy for it, right? If you think about the exchange rate going from one ten to one oh nine, even let's say one thirteen to one oh nine, as it moved today. Um, for uh, let's say that the cost of uh, oil is something like $60 billion, right? That price doesn't move because oil and gas trades in dollar denominations. But if our currency is weakening, then we can't buy as much of it, mm. right? So we're borrowing more to be able to buy less because the market has no confidence in our economic ability. So on top of issuing more debt, which we have to pay off, which is pushing up our own borrowing costs, uh, the lack of clear strategy has led international investors to deem that the currency isn't worth investing in. Uh, so on top of saddling us with more debt to buy something, we can now buy less of it mm. and you are still going to have to pay more of it. 
Uh, but the worst thing is, and I'm going to wrap up here, this country operates with about an 8% current account deficit. So what that means is that 8% of our GDP, uh, we have an 8% deficit in our GDP in terms of what we import versus what we export. Everything we import is now more expensive. And so people are very well aware of the concepts of, fuck, I can't go to the US now, or it's going to be expensive for me to go to Europe, which is a lot of the conversations people are having in the summer, that holidays are becoming more expensive because sterling is being devalued against the euro and other currencies. Um, but more pertinently, we we import our gas. And the same way that you effectively import your holiday, you import your gas and your electricity in the foreign currency at, at the macro level. But we also import all of our food from other countries. And we're paying in euros and dollars and sterling. And so companies are going to be paying more uh, because the currency is collapsing. That's going to feed through to inflation. So everything they've done today... Uh, not only has transferred the tax burden from the poor, from the rich to the poor and given the rich a shit ton of money off, but it's going to make poor people spend more on things. So <clears throat> just want to make a quick shout out to all the Labour supporters yep. or anti-Tory supporters who are big earners because... Yeah, I don't I don't hear you. I don't hear you complaining about these changes because when, oh. when it when it gives you money, you are you are silent. Yeah, and it's when you are losing money, you are you are top of the hill shouting and screaming. Yeah, so, so I've seen a lot of people who are like proper Labour supporters who I know are earning bank who ain't said a fucking thing. Today. Yeah, and it's disgraceful, really. <laughs> it is disgraceful because like it, basically, if you earn a hundred, if you earn over one hundred fifty-five k a year, you've done well. And if you earn under 155K a year, you've done poorly. And I think I, it's 150. I looked at it. I think it's just 150. Uh, so that, with the, like the 19%, et cetera, et cetera, I think 155 is, according to okay. the IFS, is, is, the, is the number, right? But Fine. whatever, we're splitting heads. Um, I did, I like, I ran some numbers in like the tax saving that you get a difference between 200,000 and 20,000. And basically you're like, the percentage of tax saving that you get is literally double if you earn 200 grand a year versus 20 grand a year. So this is, Un, this is like unashamedly, unashamedly a tax budget for the rich. So this is like, we're getting to the point where like the Tories have taken the mask off so many times that they're just like scratching flesh off their face yeah. at this point. It's obscene. Just want to apologize on behalf of the West Africans in London committee. Mm. would like to apologize yeah. for Kwasi Kwarteng's yeah. decision today, his hairline and the fact that he may have been clapping cheeks with our prime minister. Yeah, allegedly. Once upon a time. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's horrendous. It's horrendous. I don't know how how much more time I'm allowed to pop off about this. No, but no, no. The economy's no. fucked, Literally basically. None. Literally none. Um, do you still think that Keir Starmer's approach of just chilling and watching it all crash? That's what I was going to say. And watching it all crash is, no. a, is a shit decision. No, it's, 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 it's awful. So, oh. uh, so on our weekly Fuck You Keir Starmer segment, um, the Labour Party were offered the chance to say whether or not they would reverse the decision to cut the 45p tax band. Bearing in mind that now if you earn 50 grand... When are you going to realise that this is just the strategy? They're I'm aware these, it's the strategy. They're hold on, hold opportunities on. to say, I will do different to the Tories. But they won't. But they won't. No, but my, that's what I was going to say. They won't do different. People keep on judging them on the fact that they keep getting asked, would you do things differently and to they the say Tories? No. They say no every time, but they're not really saying no. What they they're saying... What they're really saying, if you read between the lines, even if you're not a Keir Starmer supporter, I know you think I am, but I mean, like, whatever. They're just waiting for that fucking ship to sink, bro. No, 
There is, but it's not going to say. Okay, so there's a few things to unpack here. So no, 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 we're not unpacking anything. We have just hold on, hold on. Labour, Labour were offered the chance to say that they would reverse this decision, and they have declined to do so. It puts them in a difficult political position because they can't run because they've put themselves into this political picture. If Corbyn came back, let's say that the Corbynistas came back and said we're going to raise taxes for the rich, you people would understand that platform. But the Labour Party now, Starmer's Labour Party can't do it because they're pretending not to be that party, right? They can't yeah. do it. So they're in politically yeah. difficult and position because, because you're they want those because you're votes. a Tory, you don't have any. You don't have any. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you only get so many turns in episodes. You don't have any. You don't have any faith in the strategy. No, Although the, the manifesto and the policies there is no will policy come because they agree. With, they they ideologically agree they with this. Not, they, they don't they mind. They do this. not agree. They today. do. They do but not look, agree with today. That ideologically, that's bullshit, and you know it. They do not agree with today. I think. I think they're perfectly happy. Bullshit. With that. I think you know the Labour Party today do not the agree with it. Rachel Reeves went up there today. Rachel Reeves is the shadow chancellor of the Exchequer, so she's basically quasi Quartex opposite. She went up there. She bodied them, bro. Deeply unconvincing. There was certainly no counter. It was not deeply unconvincing, no, the, the bro. Job, the job the only reason she got laughed at was when she said something along the lines of like, uh, Labour are the party for, I don't know, generating... Uh, I can't remember. She said one line, which the whole place just erupted with laughter. But hopeless. otherwise, otherwise she bodied. Hopeless. Uh, the, the point of the point to me, the point of a shadow chancellor in opposition, when presented with an op with an, uh, with an opportunity like this, is to present a shadow budget. Is to present what Labour would do. It's not enough in opposition just to say, "Well, we think that." You don't shit. have you don't you have, have the opportunity. You do. You don't have the opportunity in the House of Commons when you've just got the budget last night to then come up with a whole plan. But you should have your own plan already. If you're okay. if you are government okay. in waiting, no, but you, you have, have your own budget. Okay, but your your plan has to be in response. Your point is that it has to be in response if they come out with oh, a rebutting that is very light work you don't need to, to revise me, that listen to me now they get the budget hours before if not the night before they cannot number crunch and come up with something overnight in response they have to see what the state of play is because of the government that we have and then make some tweaks i understand you broadly you have to have a vision for sure you have to have a strategy but again, like, what is the first mover's advantage here for the Labour Party? What is it really? You come out and you say something which is a vision which is so far removed from where the economy is, from where the sentiment of your members are, and you can completely get That's it wrong. Rubbish. Or you could wait to see what the incumbent are doing and then be like, you know what? That's kind of all right. That's very shit. No. And then go I'm sorry, from there. I disagree. I just think it's two different ways of looking at the world. But yeah, but if you're, if, you are, if you're proposing to be a government in waiting... Which right. is what the Labour Party should be doing. But your whole thing, your whole thing is that Labour basically stand for nothing. Ex yeah, and that's but but you're that's not correct. But you're but you are kind of in support of that position because you're saying that they shouldn't have anything until they see what the other side do. My no, point no. is that they shouldn't have to wait to see what the I, other side I'm do. Saying they that should they, have their I'm, own I'm budget. Saying that, I'm saying that they stand for something. But what I just, is it? But but I just don't understand why. I don't understand where you would expect them to present this budget plan. Where would it be? On, on the Andrew, Mar on the, on the Andrew Marr show on Sundays. Yeah, that's the I mean, advantage of being on, in opposition. On. They do that all the time. I think you're being convenient no, and to loads of stuff that they talk about. I actually ended up defending Rachel Reeves on Twitter yesterday because she said something that she didn't punctuate it properly, but her communication is so poor that people don't have an understanding of of what Labour's uh, economic policy is. As a Labour Party supporter member and fucking political nerd, I don't really know what the position is. And I think it's actually that they don't, they're not against this 45p scrapping because that's the constituency they're trying to target. But anyway, to wrap this up, uh, something that you may be happy to hear as a uh, closet Tory, there has been patter that Liz Truss was, uh, is aiming uh, to use the poll boost that may come from this tax cuts to schedule an early general election 
and front run the recession that she may be able to just about put off temporarily by funding uh, gas bills. Good, so luck, good luck to that woman. If that's the case, then my triple prediction will come, uh, come correct she, soon. She ain't winning that shit. She's going to win. She ain't winning that she's shit. She's going to win. She's not going to win that uh, shit. She's going to win it. All right. Five years of Liz. Let's go. All right. So now the serious chat has mm. gone. That mm. is the last serious thing we're going to talk about. Is it? On the docket today. Okay. Actually, no, there's one more serious thing, which we might talk about later. Mm. But it's time to talk about less serious stuff. Mm. Allow me to play you something. Please. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. Ooh. At the time, you know, I was... You go, girl. Young, I was naive. Oh, and, were you? I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't oh. in the scene like I am now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. I was definitely very easily manipulated. Mm -hmm. Rune 5 is practically elevator music at this point. So I'm sure you know oh, who is Adam Levine is. That's rude. Um, King. But is Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. Adam Levine. After That's I stopped rude. talking to him you over you know a period of months, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Mazza. That's direct chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's game of privilege. Can you imagine? That's... Playing away from your wife, yeah. And then, two years later, going back to the old thing, mm. the old little side, and saying... I'm going to name the kid My wife is Preggers. <laughs> Me, I like your name. Can I use your name for the name of my new child? Not even just a coincidental name. Your name. I want your, your name. Your name. Can I use it? <laughs> what the fuck? And if you don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about, Adam Levine, frontman, singer, Maroon 5. Uh, the, uh, the voice judge, right. I believe. I don't like... I saw that when I was researching today. Don't call Adam Levine the voice judge. This Why? guy is that like an absolute fucking superstar and a very good like artist. So oh, he's not defined by not the superstars? judge. He's not defined by, the, by being a judge on the voice. I think he is. But he has had to respond to allegations that he cheated on his wife, Behati Prinslu. He was accused of having a year-long affair with Instagram model, who you just heard, Sumner Stroh video she posted earlier this week she shared text messages as she just explained going into what happened during that affair it hasn't been proven that he actually had an affair but clearly there was some messaging taking place between him and this model mm. she says she came forward with the affair allegations because one of the people that she shared that text message exchange with Threatened to sell them to the tabloids. Oh, Blake. So she decided to get ahead of it. Now, what are your first thoughts? Uh, my first thoughts are like, perhaps he was uh, preparing for Yom Kippur, which is coming up. Uh, he was fasting. You know, we all do weird shit when we're hungry. Um, Jewish men don't cheat. Uh, maybe it was an open relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's us. It's us. He's also like, it's, it's very gringo style game. The messages, like one of the texts, he was just like, fuck, your body is amazing. And like, that's not great chat. That's not great chat. Says hinge pappy. So yeah, 
I would know as a fellow proponent of bad chat, uh, I can I can help identify, especially bad chat of the Semitic kind. Big, um, big facts. Uh, it's awful chat. I mean, it's it's just it's just weird. It's just rich celebrities fucking away, right? I mean, who gives a shit? Yeah. Now he obviously has had to come out with a statement. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Is this is this an anti-Semitic hate campaign? Is that what why does everything for? have to be Jewish? Um, well, you keep picking negative stories <clears throat> about Jewish subjects, so. You tell me. Your king said, <laughs> a lot is being said about me right now and I want to clear the air. Mm. I used poor judgment in speaking yes. with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. Yes. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed oh. the line during a regrettable period in my life. Is it a learn and grow thing? In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to yes. remedy this with my family. Yes. My wife and my family is all I care about in the world. Mm. To be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. Mm. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it. I think that's up to her, buddy. <laughs> um, and we will get through it together again. I think that's up to her, buddy. Um, so he did this just like brazenly off his blue tick account on Instagram. Not right? even on the creep or the burner Didn't or anything. Didn't even like. go for a ghost account. Nah. Just sliding in DMs. Just dick out. Now, my thing is this. This guy probably performs to 100,000 people every other week. Yeah. Dog, just do like an R. Kelly in it. Just have him lined up. Whoa. Oh, no way. That's Whoa. wrong. That's wrong. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, no, that was, that was rich. Yeah. Uh, that was rich. Meant. That's not what I meant. What I meant was like, artists line up like things after the shows, right? And then take them off somewhere mm. where it's a team of people who are in on your sus behavior, isn't it? Still sounds quite archaic. It's not there in text for people to see. Yes. For people to snap shots. We're saying if you're going to, if you're, for people to leak. Your advice is if you're going to cheat, cheat intelligently. Is that what you're getting at? Basically. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm not going to sit that. here and say that people don't cheat. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. Like, you know, rest in peace my pops. Like, you know what I mean? I got half Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, it happens. But I think you have to be a particular kind of dickhead to do yeah. it in such a way which exposes you and potentially fucks up things with your pregnant wife. Did I mention that she was pregnant? You did not mention that, no. Ah, sorry. I forgot to mention that bit. Yes. That one, that little nugget Small of information. Detail. His wife is pregnant. Yeah, that's Currently. That's and hard. the news came out three months into her pregnancy. For fuck's sake. That's not great. And then obviously other women came out. Um, a couple of others said that he was also sliding in them DMs as well. Um, one of them said that she posted her DMs because she feels really bad for Adam's wife um, and encourages other girls to do the same. I always find that quite funny because, do you know what? One really perfect way of showing another woman you care about her. Go on. Publicly humiliating her, yes, of course. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bringing her into the limelight, letting her light shine. I care shine so with much yours. about you, pregnant wife of Adam, that I'm gonna reveal to you at the same time as everyone else that he cheated. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I never got the hype about this Adam Levine guy. He's certainly not on my list. No, of Maroon Five used to bang. Certain, no, no, him. I mean, okay. uh, he's not. He's not on my list of white guys I'd look like. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I can understand that. Uh, but he, like, girls go crazy for him. Do like, they? Crazy for him. Really? Still? Yeah. For real. For real. For real. Like he's like, like most women who I speak to, they're like, "Yo, Adam Levine." I'd sit on his face. Wow, that's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. I kind of feel like Maroon Five are kind of like Razor Light or Paolo Natili or oh, the relax, Fratellis. Relax, 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 relax. Just a bit more longevity. Relax, relax, relax. Um, 
Should we have a conversation about side chicks? <laughs> How long have we got? No. Like, like, there comes a point where, and look, we need to preface this by saying, let's say preface. Yeah. It's preface. The it's the whiskey. I need to preface this by saying. I think you can say preface, can't you? All right, cool. I think you can. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to sign it. There's wrong very much from Levine's side. Yeah. That needs to be said. But first, but and slowly, so that so it hits. But so there's no doubts about my feelings. Remember, pop, remember, pops used to say everything before the butt is bullshit. Me, <laughs> pero, pero. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, side chicks mm. or women rather mm. who know that they're entering into these situations with married men who have two kids at that stage. Mm. Need to stop being in denial about their place in that dynamic. Ooh, drop dare, it. Dare I say. Drop it. It is not his fault mm. you fell in love with the guy. Did did she know did she know he was married when oh, she sat on his face? Adam Levine, bro. He's been Adam Levine for like 20 years. Maybe now. she didn't have Google. Maybe. What like Meghan Markle? When she first did met she Ari, have, did she not she's like, Google? I never Googled him. I swear. Yeah, that's what she said at Oprah. That's why no one likes her, because she lied. I didn't like that either, to be fair. <laughs> Fam, like, back in the day when Google wasn't even a thing, I was trying to Google chicks I met, like, swear, 100%, bruv. You never know, Yeah, like. that was a bit of a sus line. Come on. But also, everyone kind of knew him anyway, because, like, how have you not, royal family have you there, not Googled Harry? What yeah, are you talking about? You've Googled every last bit. And, she's the thing can, is, and the wicked is, she's Canadian, so it's not like she doesn't know who the royal family no, are but the thing is, he's, like, the absolute perfect type of person to Google because there's just like mad information on him on the internet. Yeah, so if she yeah, really yeah. wants to find out anything about his previous girlfriends and all that stuff, that's like perfect if you're a celebrity. Well, on his maybe level. she was maybe she was she was so enchanted with Pierce Morgan uh and the pint down the pub before mm. she went to the party that it, she didn't have time. Mm -mm. She didn't have time. Not buying it. So to your point, what Summer, I haven't made a point. Sumner, you made no a point. You, you said maybe she didn't Google it. Maybe oh, her Google right. was broken. There's not a chance in hell. Yeah. So. Yeah, she willingly sat on that face. So this is why I think- And then she tried to draw for the lines. You heard the recording. Oh, I was young. I was naive. I was manipulated. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, she was attracted by power, right? And like, huh? maybe he has a responsibility not yo, to give Yo, panda. Yo, panda to panda. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, it's true. Stop it. It's true. Yeah, I mean, she knew that he was married. So like, you have to wear this one, I'm afraid. But like, this is kind of where I think the French have the right approach to, to cheating. <laughs> uh, and like, they understand, like, they all cheat on each other relentlessly. It's fucking obscene, right? But that's comforting. They, but they don't let the other half know. That's comforting. That's kind of that's kind of the social contract they have between them. So like everyone knew that Francois Hollande was cheating on Ségolène Royale from time, and it was blessed until he got caught. Until he got caught, and then that's what started fucking with the presidency, right? <sighs> they all cheat on each other. It's cultural, but they don't let each other know, and so the marriages survive. And I think I think maybe maybe uh, the Victoria's Secret and Instagram uh, and uh, washed up uh, pop singer thought community could learn uh, a lesson from this cultural advancement that the Europeans have made. Yeah, I just think she's trying to get more subscribers on her OnlyFans, bro. I'm not going to lie. She got OnlyFans? I think she's an OnlyFans model as well. Yeah. I think she's just trying to get subscribers. That was the only Maybe. Thing. Well, it's worth. Let right. her get the bag. No, nah, not at other people's expense, bro. Uh, There's mm. a family involved there. Like, you knew what you were signing up for. I mean, there was a family involved when she was sitting in his face. And she knew what she signed up for. Yeah. So she's got to take responsibility. So the problem with today's society is that people just don't want to accept their L's. They do not want to accept the L, mm. right? You went in there probably trying to take him from his wife. Do you think? I was, uh, that was going to be my question. Well, look, clearly, because if she wasn't trying to- I haven't seen pictures If she wasn't trying to get him, then she wouldn't be upset by what was going on. Yeah. She would have left it with the person who threatened to take it to the tabloids to mm. do that shit. So it wasn't her who revealed it. And it wasn't like she was going on this thing and being like, 
look, I'm playing my part in this. I'm holding my hands up. I knew, I, I know I was wrong. She was kind of just like- Blaming him for she, it. Yeah, blaming him, dissing the music, saying they're elevating music, all this other shit. Like she's not taking her L. That she's, is not taking, she's not taking her L here. Yeah. And that's a big problem because again, you knew who that brother was. Again, if it was a ghost account and there was some doubt as to who it was, fine. But there was a blue chick. Chick? Blue, blue tick. There was, <laughs> there was a blue chick. Turned there was an avatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a blue tick next to that name. Should have known better, bitch. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, as as the common expression goes, um, when the when a mistress marries uh, the man, she merely opens up a job vacancy. So mm. just, you know, if you know that he's married anyway, don't be uh don't be fucking him. And I hope they get together. I hope they stay together, him and Bahati, his wife, because I mean look, technically he didn't have an affair in it, so well, he obviously dicked it down. So I kind of hope that she gets the bag. Um, like yeah, but did in divorce he, but did he or though? in marriage. But did he though? Probably. I mean, probably. But, probably. but did he? Probably. But did he? Probably. How do we know? I mean, I mean, if they stage... bang, don't you think the text would be saucier? Uh, that's a good point, you know? Right? But maybe he, maybe he was smart slash media trained enough to not let all the filth go in the DMs, right? Mm. So he was like, you're going to have to call me if you want that. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I don't think he. I don't think he had sexual relations with that woman. Is it is it enough to dump someone if they're dropping Levine level slander in the Are you DMs me? to another girl? Yo, Bahati, Bahati, babes, you better have some fucking perspective. You're going out with one of the hottest men in the world. Yo, they're gonna be some DMs. They're gonna be some DM uh, exchanges. Uh, goddammit. it! So there'll be DMs coming. You gotta in. have thick skin, my babes. But is it right for DMs to be going out in that? context? Hey, look, look. Hey, Ooh. he's on the road a lot. Okay, I put it to you that if you have that amount of very nice looking female attention mm. that eventually you're gonna buckle a, little, a little bit at that level bro at that level we're not talking like rich from fucking Bo, yo. Mm. like that's adam levine man yeah i don't know i mean i operate in a similar league and it's not a struggle that i that i have this whiskey so. is this whiskey is whiskying <laughs> Lost a lot of the female fan base with the, this one. I can hear the unsubscribes. Literally. Click. Click. I'm sorry. Click. <laughs> you knew this day was coming. We were lulling you into thinking we were sweet boys. Well, I'm I'm sweet we're boy. We're both sweet boys, but you, you just you just go out of your way to try and like reinforce that fact when you're yes. actually the scummiest of us. Whoa, both. whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's be fucking That's real. Two Jewish men you've attacked in this segment. Yep. Um <laughs> and on the subject of City Boys being down, man. I don't even know how. I don't even know how, how the world is in such a fuck place. That I have. Well, to who say are we, this. who are we vibing? Who are we sorry vibing? Nia Long. Ah yes, who in mourning has now. been cheated on. Yeah, Nia Long. Yeah, one of the baddest. Yeah, like with, like credentialed up in yeah living history mm. has been cheated on mm. by Ime. Udoka, and I even think he sounds Nigerian. Mm, I didn't want to say which it. is upsetting for me because we do not cheat. Yeah, well, black men don't cheat. Nigerian men, we do not cheat. Yeah, can you search what part of Nigeria you think he might be from? Because if he's Yoruba, Look, there's anomalies in it. As I if, said, my dad was on a ting in it. But if he's Yoruba, it's going to be that's tough. rude. He's definitely not with a name like that. He's not Yoruba. He's Ibo, isn't it? Dem Probably yeah, Ibo's yeah, yeah. ones there. You got, you got to be careful. He's been sacked. <laughs> that's slander. Yeah, I, I support those yeah, people. Yeah, we They're got a little bit. Of, yeah, we got a little bit of a thing. Um, yeah, his, her wife, his wife, her wife, her husband's. Um, no, actually, I don't think they're engaged. I don't think they're married. They're engaged. This guy called Ime Donnie is the coach of NBA team, the Boston Celtics. Yes, who has been suspended from his duty because he had a sexual relation with a 
colleague, another employee of the Boston Celtics. And by the way, I think it's a bit mad that he's been suspended for that. Um, Do you? Yeah, really? a little bit mad. Because, um, I mean, it's, just, it's an affair. An affair is an affair. Is Unprofessional an affair. conduct oh, in the workplace. Fuck, do me a favour. I mean, um, my, my golden law has always been don't shit where you eat anyway. You should not be banging colleagues. Do me a favour. Straight up. Whatever. I mean, you work with like bare dudes. So it's not like you have the choice. So I'm living, um, I'm living my raps. <laughs> not through choice. <laughs> um, he had to come out and say, I want to apologise to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organisation. I am doing the accent. And my family for letting them down. <laughs> I'm sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation and I accept the team's decision. Out of respect for everyone involved, I will have no further comment. Nia fucking long isn't safe in 2022. I was literally about to make the point it's not safe for any of you out there. Like, Just cheat. Everyone Bahati, just cheat. Bahati, Nia long. Like, you got frigging... Giselle Bunchen, one of the biggest supermodels ever, can't keep Tom Brady at home for more than a couple of months. He, he was so fed up with like wife and family life that he revoked his retirement after a couple of months and now they're probably going to get a divorce. Yeah. Fucking Mazza. Yeah, I hope he does. To be fair, I'm, I'm with her on that one. Tom Brady has been structurally underpaid his entire career. What? He's basically the reason that the Patriots won so much, not only because he was obviously fucking sick and Belichick's a bad guy, but Brady every year took less money than he could have earned so that they could pack the roster out with stars and they could just Small win a bunch of shit. violin playing uh, a very sad song. King Tom has been underpaid his entire, year, his entire life. It's time to get the bag. It's time I'm to divorce Giselle, who's significantly richer than he is. Get your bag, King. Why? Why does he need to divorce one of the most beautiful women well, she's in bounce, the world? Right? Mother of his kids, who just wants him to be safe, who just wants him to be at home. Yeah, he's right? fine. Why would he divorce that? Because he gets understand. to play ball in Tampa. That's a life. But that's weird. Like if Tom Brady tomorrow said, I want to start a podcast, which is like the NFL stories from my 25 years. Do you know how many people will be flinging like half a billion at him to do so? Yeah, but he still This whole concept of like, let's him get the bag. He can do that in a whole bunch of ways that don't involve him still potentially getting stupid injuries to his body and his head. Yeah, I don't know. He wants to throw the ball around. That's bullshit. Throw the ball around to your kid, bro. Plus, he doesn't really get and, beaten up. There's like the, the thing entire O-line. And the thing that makes your point even worse, the thing that makes your point even worse is that like, he said himself, he came out and was like, yo, my mental health is shot. Um, and in another statement, he said, for the last 23 years, I've not had a Christmas. I've not had a Thanksgiving. I miss birthdays. I miss funerals. Like he knows that this shit is a massive, massive hole mm. in his life. And you got your wife saying, yo, I've been trying to get this guy to retire for years. Like, why should that even be a discussion? And the fact that she wants to divorce him tells me that they probably, before he moved to Tampa Bay, had a discussion about when he would pack it in. And you know what it's like, right? When you're in a relationship, the communication and the agreement that takes place there, mm. you can't renege on, right? Like you can, yeah. you can barely renege on like, I'm coming home for dinner tonight versus then saying like, we'll oh yeah, stay, staying, out, staying out with the boys tonight. You know what I mean? Them things there will get you in trouble, let yeah. alone saying, I'm going to retire <coughs> and we're going to have a family life, right? So I'm with Giselle because he's clearly like backtracked on, on the agreement that he made. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, like, <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. The guy wants to throw a ball and like there is Bro, a legacy you, to protect. And you, I mean, what, is, what do you mean? Like, well, she can bounce and just bounce in it. If, if she's, why are you just like bounce. this? Why do you, why do you not want to see households stay together? Like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know. Both my old man was married four times and I get my parents were together. I don't really give a shit. I, but, like, I get it, but like... They're rich, man. Anyway, like, like I made the point to you before, right? It's not as if I highly doubt Giselle's been doing... Uh, nappies and breakfasts and school runs for the last 25 years. Uh, I resent she's, that. She's got, there's, there's stuff 
helping raise them children. Like if the guy so wants what? to throw a ball for another year, just just live in the sunshine for a bit longer. Like it's not the worst fucking life. You already moved the family from the East Coast to the South Coast. Like that would have been a big thing. Yeah, they get to live in the sunshine. So everybody's basically living in the shadows and on the whims of his impulses, basically. Oh, it's his, it's his career, get, right? Yeah, but she gave up her career for him well, to be the mother. Gave, mm, um, she wasn't doing any work after the kids came out now? Significantly less. You, you went from seeing Giselle all the time to just not seeing Giselle as much. She yeah. went into like, I think her whole thing is now is like veganism and all things like green and health, right? Which is basically significant. I think there are probably lower other key. factors to do with the uh, fashion industry's um, uh, response to the passage of time as to why Giselle Bündchen was less So what, you mean she's relevant. not getting booked because she's older? Yeah. Nah, bro. This is Giselle. We're not talking about like some... Instagram model. Right. Well, I mean, she still looks young and she still is demanding top dollar if she shows up for a Victoria's Secret. But she could do that. She could go and do that. Do you think, do you think, like, do you think Victoria's Secret producers won't send photographers down to Tampa? It's not how it works, right? Like, she has to go to them and the sacrifice that she 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 has to do, like, if she wants the New York Fashion Week, she does, sure. But they can still send shoots down to her. She, of course, can do the one offs. That's not. She wants to do Vogue. That's Lightworks. Giselle. Get the feeling I'm talking to a brick wall on this. You one. are talking to a brick wall. I mean, the guy. I mean, just let him split in it. The guy wants to throw a ball and she doesn't want to wait them bounce. Like, uh, it's, it's, I don't Re- know. It's relationship advice before, dry. before the relationship, before the relationship advice, advice tonight from Johnny Vivas. Yeah, our, our submission today comes from a former supermodel whose husband won't stop playing football. I guess your your stance on people getting upset about a Black Little Mermaid is, fuck it. I'm fucking fuming, to be honest. Okay, tell I'm me fucking more. fuming. Tell me more. I mean. Uh, Walt Disney, uh, a man famed for his equal opportunities uh, and uh, attitudes to race, right. um, specifically designed um, this uh, r- real life character um, to be a white woman with ginger hair. Um, I was personally deeply pissed off when they cast a blonde James Bond. Uh, and I thought that that was a disgusting detraction from the character. Um, but Blonder, a, shorter. Uh, but uh, a, a, a a black, a black one as well. A black mermaid, horrendous. I feel like I feel like this is this is wokeism gone mad. Uh, mermaids are clearly white. They're ginger as well. Uh, and Ariel, uh, the clues in the name, you know, Arian uh, was a perfect being. Yep. Uh, and I don't feel like it's appropriate that the the famously uh, pro uh, pro multiculturalism Disney company has sullied the character of a of a sea enchantress in such disgusting terms. Yeah. I agree, man. What's next? Black Bond. Blocahontas. Blocahontas. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like... Blo- just Pocahontas, but like... Yeah. Blokeback what? Mountain. What would that be like? Well, it's Blocahontas. There's blokes in Blokeback Mountain. Do you mean like Blocahontas? I'm, I'm looking for... No, Blocahontas, because Pocahontas right. was a girl. Yeah. So I'm, I'm seeing how far this can go. Right. If Ariel can go from being white to being black, then right. maybe Pocahontas could be a dude in the next iteration. Maybe... They should they should cast Jonah Hill as Malcolm X. Yeah. Ex- ex- see, you're there. You're there with me now. I'm with you. You're there with me. I'm now. with what, you. What else could we do? We could potentially have... We could have Leonardo DiCaprio as Muhammad Ali. No, I don't think that would work. No? No. We should get the guy from Squid Games to do uh, Nelson Mandela. I think that would work. I think that would work. Idris Elba as King Charles in the biopic. Yeah. 
I would support that. Uh, I'd support that. Yeah. I would do the Indian dude who was the, the shitty Marvel superhero uh, as Adolf Hitler. I'd do you as Adolf Hitler. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's unique. But that's, could you imagine that? Yeah. Could you imagine a Jewish guy playing Adolf Hitler in a biography? Funnily enough, <gasps> when I did used to do, when I did used to do uh, my acting, I, I kept- Wait, whoa, whoa. Huh? I used to be an actor, innit? I used to act. <laughs> what? I used, to, I used to do stage shows in them things. Used to act. What did you act as? So uh, as a fucking professional you, pain if, in the ass. If you let me finish, I kept getting cast as fucking Nazis. It was bleak. I was in a oh. play called The Ghetto. Wait, did you take, you took the roles though? Yeah, 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 of course. You've been selling your soul from early, bro. Uh, You've been selling your soul from I am, fucking early, bro. I am a purist uh, in the pursuit of art. Method actor? I'm yeah. a method actor, yeah. Bet, bet, bet. I, yeah, I actually put my own head in an oven bet, uh, to prepare bet, for the role. Bet, bet. Uh, and I was the lead Nazi in a, in, in the play about the Vilnius ghetto. And I got to shoot a gun on stage and smoke on stage when I was like 16 shoot or something. a gun, it was a fake gun. It was a blank. Like, no, yeah, I mean, it was a fake. No, it was a real, no, it was no, a real no. blank. It was a prop gun from theatre. It was, it had a blank. I did theatre as well. It. No, I did theatre as well. It, was, it wasn't a real gun. Wrist. Why are you trying? You're not, you're, I was there, I shot can it. Can you stop it? Can you stop it right there? It was not a real gun. It was at public school. They would not allow it. It was at public school. They would not allow it. They had live guns for RAF. Anyway, whatever. Uh, where's CCF? Can buy cadet. Anyway, yeah, so I kept getting cast. And also, I was a Nazi in, in The Sound of Music at one point as well, mm. which is really weird. I just kept getting cast as a Nazi. Maybe that's why I Did didn't they get know your acting. background? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was banter then. It was early doors equal opportunity, innit? No, I was just banter. I I, in fact, I am the first Black Mermaid. I understand Ariel's struggle. Do you think we really live in a world where people are pissed off with this? Or people you, are or, deeply pissed off about this. Or do you this. think this is like the Universal Studios or whoever's making this film paying for outrage PR, which draws people to the film? Serious question. Uh, I mean, it, was, it is an effective tool of marketing, right? Exactly. It's an effective tool on both sides because it gets white people talking about it and marketing it. And then it's like black people go and support it. 100%. Mobilization of the black dollar. Yeah. Um, and, you know, white people want to watch it to hate it more. Yeah. So you get both sides. Both sides. Yeah, I mean, it's good marketing. It's good marketing. I just really hope that uh, Chloe Bailey can swim. Otherwise, it will have been a waste of... Hayley Bailey. It's the I, other one. I don't care. Uh, it's I the just, other one, mate. Is it? the other one. I actually wasn't aware that there was... They're sisters. Two. Um, but yeah, yeah, probably, probably. But then like, what else? Maybe she's just a good actress. I don't know, but she's a singer, right? Has she ever acted in anything before? Singers. No, yeah. no, this is her first, I believe, first appearance in a movie. Is, are they going to goon it like The Lion King and make it live action? Mate. Or is it just her and kind of like Space Jam cartoons behind her? Do you think I'm watching this shit? You might, I don't know. you got people that might want to watch it. I ain't, no. Nah. No. I mean, I mean, nah. No. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, might do. I watched the new Lightyear the other day. Oh, was that good? Yeah. They took out the they took out the gay scene though that caused all the furore. Oh, the, the, for the Chinese edit. Yeah. And they, they kept out the Western one as well. They made it seem like Buzz was the gay one. Buzz ain't gay. It's like his colleague. Might be gay. He might be, but it wasn't him. Wears very tight suits. What else could we do? Is like alternative movies with like a very woke tilt on it. I feel like it has. To, I feel like it has to be a black actor in a white role because that really that pisses them off more than anything else. No, we could do something like. We could do something like Michael Ward as Gandhi. Yeah, shout. Well, they did Beg Kingsley, so we've actually already done that one. Oh man, we've done that one already. We could do like. Oh no, man. 
You could do Bernie Mac as Henry VIII. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rest Bernie Mac. That would piss people off. Those would be fucking jokes. <laughs> no, they need to do that. They need to do that Henry VIII story like proper justice, bro. I think they should remake Friday with Anton Deck. That's awful. <laughs> but I want to see them get hired, to be fair. Well, Ant's got problems, so he probably wouldn't be allowed. Has he got problems? Yeah, he's been in rehab there. Or they could like give him spice and just watch him bug out. I don't know. Like, there's nothing more British than the success of Ant and Deck, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Ultimately talentless Geordies. Like, it's incredible. Just made it. Like, I like them. Like, and I love Geordies. In it, I can never be mad at a Geordie. But like, they're the there's ul- nothing the ultimate, more British. The ultimate industry plant. They are balling out of control. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. And bad. I've never been impressed by them. Yeah. Or anything they've ever said. Yeah. Oh. Who's your one off um, Good Morning Britain? Alison something, the big black lady. She's very funny and very nice. What is it with you and your lack of remembering names of anybody who is black. my Who's black? skin tone? I don't know. Maybe it's because <coughs> my main black reference is a deeply unforgettable, a deeply forgettable man himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Alison like something. They could cast Jackson? her. Jackson? I don't know. No, uh, I can't remember. Anyway, remember. they could cast her as Margaret Thatcher. Wow. Or Viola Davis as Margaret Thatcher. That would piss him off. Mm. Yeah. Do you know Viola what I mean? Davis as the queen. That would be lit. Yeah. That would be lit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else? They could do Big Nasty as Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you imagine him doing the D-Day speech? That would be fucking bants, bro. <laughs> we'll fight them on the beaches and... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I've not got much to say on this. I do think it is a bit of a combination of the outrage PR and the fact that we have weirdos who want to get the uh, the like uh, button clicked on their Reddit post. Two twos. It's a fucking cartoon mermaid, bruv. You cannot be this upset over a cartoon mermaid. It's Shit. A bit, it's a bit Please. mad, bruv. It's a bit mad. Please. Like, the only reason I wonder how these... they're going to act when Idris actually does get Bond. Like, RT, yeah. like... It, Shit's going to kick off in a big Bruv, like, way. The only reason all these characters were white in the first place is because Walt Disney was a virile fucking racist. There's yeah. nothing to say that they are like yeah. white characters. It's just <clears throat> ridiculous chat. You don't need to grow up. So before we get on to relationship advice, uh, the 50th episode. Actually, it's not 50 episodes of relationship advice because we brought it in quite late. Yeah. We? Well, well it's about, I'd say about 30 odd. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the relationship advice to Mark the 50th episode, we're going to talk about what's been going on in Iran. And it's mainly just a, uh, essentially just a statement of solidarity um, to those in support of and the women affected by what's been going on in Iran. If you're not aware, um, it's been mainly, there's been quite a bit of coverage on the news, but it's been mainly sort of like a social media driven protest um, outside of what's actually been happening on the streets in Iran. But a 22-year-old Iranian woman died after being arrested by morality police for allegedly not complying with the strict rules on head covering or hijab wearing. Um, Masa Amini was beaten while inside a police van when she was picked up in Tehran on Tuesday. And while the police have denied the allegations, um, saying that she died of a heart problem, her family have obviously come out and said that the authorities are lying and that his daughter was in great health um, before she went into custody. Witnesses had seen 
her being beaten. She was with her brother at the time of the arrest and he was also um, aggressively treated and beaten as well. And what you would have seen on IG and social media in general is a mass protest, which has involved the burning of hijabs, um, the very brave, um, yeah, the very brave, what you would have seen in Tehran would have been a lot of burning of hijabs as lot as, as well as a lot of women walking the streets without wearing them, obviously putting themselves in more uh, danger and risk of being arrested in the same way that Massa was. Um, not much to say on this. Uh, there are women's rights which are being completely trampled on all around the world. Um, we could completely dedicate hours and hours and hours of our time of systematically breaking that down across cultures um, and countries all around the world. Um, there's not much we, as two men in a in an East London flat uh, on a podcast can do to bring about change. Um, but what we can do is show our support. So Amen. that's what we're going to do. And we're going to say, rest in peace to Massa Amini. Thoughts and prayers with our family. Um, yeah, all we can pray is that like through the right type of governmental change and the recognition that people have a lot more power than we think we have, that we see some of these behaviors become extinct, die out and ultimately change. But until then, unfortunately, it's going to be a bit of a rocky uh, ride where we're going to see um, a few more of these stories before things get anywhere even remotely better. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to Masaramini. Amen. It's a mad one. Um, relationship advice has been sent in. It's a long one. It is it a long is one. A long one is but it? boy, oh boy, is it a funny, funny one. Okay. Hey. Um, let me... I was thinking we could do Patrick from EastEnders as King Arthur. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Yeah, why not? That'd be quite jokes. Shout out Patrick. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat, please. Could do Sol Campbell as any Premier League manager. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Right. I'll set the scene. February, March this year, my situation shit was ending. It ended when I had asked for us to date more intentionally with the end goal being commitment. And he had basically said he couldn't give me that right now. Oh, We didn't align so naturally drifted. Hmm. I was gutted, but we move. It's April and I'm out and a guy approaches me for my number. I wasn't too sure about him, but much to my surprise, this new guy was coming with all the energy. Reaching out regularly to chat and get to know me, planning every single date, coming correct and present both physically and mentally. Okay. He's understanding, thoughtful, funny, smart, all that good stuff. I soon didn't even see this as a rebound and happily committed time and energy back. Okay. I can safely say this was the first time I've had this kind of healthy dating energy from a man. He was making so much effort and I was enjoying all of it. Mm -hmm. Go on, sis. Early on in dating, naturally, we explored sexually and had loads of conversations about the kinds of things we liked and our own sexualities. I'm naturally sub and he's more dom, but we wanted to explore switching that up okay we both also wanted to go to sex parties which we now have Bomb which is a fucking great God. time and he really wants to explore sex with a very femme guy which honestly i don't feel a way about our rule is we both have to find the person attractive regardless of gender and we both have to be involved what he says he the? feels like he can be completely open with me and he rarely feels this comfortable sharing his fantasies with anyone okay as summer goes on i'm seeing him at least once a week minimum often more we even planned a trip and flew out. 
When we were out, he seemed very focused on setting up a threesome and finding someone to join us. For me, these setups need to be organic, but I felt a lot of pressure from his side to interact with girls and put the feelers out there. So much so, we had an argument about it. Mm -hmm. Even during the day when we were talking or walking around, he's pointing out attractive girls frequently. It's been six months. I know I'm catching feelings for this guy. For me, when I like someone, they are the priority. Knowing them, understanding them, etc. And sex in this situation is a very lit bonus, but it's not my number one priority. After the trip, I was worried that maybe it was for him. I had a conversation with him and I told him I wanted to have clarity on whether he was interested romantically or if for him, he sees it as more casual and an enjoyable, safe space to explore sexuality. After a significant pause from him, his response was, I haven't really thought about it. And the convo went from there. He opened up and I learned he cheated a lot in his last relationship. And I also learned his struggles with emotions. He said he still had work to do on himself, even though he's done a lot. And that since his breakup, end of 2021... He hasn't given the idea of a relationship too much thought. Mm. Woo, this one is, uh, this not, is... I'm not done. Okay. The next day I got a voice note saying he had thought about it and he definitely does like me and that we do align emotionally. He then said it once again when he came to mind that night. My fear is that where I'm extremely open and I want to explore and experience things with my partner sexually, men can get gassed and obviously want to keep me around. But don't take me seriously in terms of commitment. Do I need to start keeping that sexualness to myself for longer? And with this guy, my gut is telling me that maybe he is just someone, yet again, not in a position to be serious. And if that's the case, then what the fuck has he been playing at since April? Do men really have the capability to give the entire boyfriend experience with no intention of following through? What do I do? So I'm going to keep it real and answer that last question first. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That right. does happen. So like, let's not beat around the bush. Guys can do that. That is basically, that is the, uh, that is the magnus open of any qualified fuckboy is providing the boyfriend experience and then dipping on the buck. <laughs> so it is what it is. Uh, it happens. Uh, it's not very nice. Players fuck up. It's, it's not the way it should be done, but it does happen. So like if you're trying to consider whether or not this is a possibility, yeah, boom, it's a real possibility. So that might be on your, on your, on your table or your chessboard may be laid thus. Um, I don't know. It sounds like, I think the deeper issue you, that uh, you've got submitter. You didn't guess the race. Uh, I know her, by the way. It's always good when the relationship advice comes in from people that you know. And not like these random accounts that don't want the full disclosure. I am going to say, based on the willingness to basically say that he's by super early doors, he's gringo. Yeah. Is she gringo as well? I don't know if... This is from her. Okay. So I don't know what he is, but she is in fact... She's gringoed off as well? Yes. Well, okay. Uh, I'm going to... Pre- yeah, I'm going to presume... And- a sensational body, if oh, I may say. Oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good. Ma- oh, mashallah. Yeah. Um, I think the deeper issue that you've got, uh, white woman, um, is that your man isn't ready to commit, basically, right? So like everything else around that, uh, everything else around that needs to be put into that context. Now, if you're concerned that he's only using you for sex and that uh, you don't feel like he uh, is ready for anything else, then he's probably not ready for anything else. So if you feel like your way to get more control over the terms of this relationship is to withhold sex until he is ready to commit, then I think that's probably reasonable. 
if 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 you're taking if you're of the mind that you want to keep him around until he is ready to commit, then that's probably a reasonable way of pulling that lever. Or come to the understanding that the guy can't give you what you want and that you're not willing to wait for him to be ready for a relationship because you don't want to waste the time and and cut it off. But I think that actually the communication on this one has been decent to a point. He's communicated his desires. You've communicated yours. You've said where you are emotionally. Thanks. He said where he is. It just seems like this one isn't necessarily aligned right now. Now you can choose to wait until it's aligned. Uh, but if you're seeing cracks that the alignment might, might not be there, um, then it is up to you to take agency. And if you decide to withdraw sex and he bounces, then you've got your answer anyway. It's fuckboy city. I mean, how realistic is it really to withdraw sex with this fellow? You uh, guys have gone to sex parties. You have entered into threesomes or they entertain the idea of threesomes. You guys look at each other and you want a bone. How is withholding the sex going to work in practice? How's that going to work? Ah, see now, work? see now, this goes I back, don't think it's going to work. goes back to one of the oldest adages, which I'm not necessarily a subscriber of, but uh, it, it has held true often throughout history in that everything in life is about sex. <laughs> Except sex. Except sex. Which, which is about power Boom. and what a submitter here seems to be trying to do is to regain power mm. her own power uh her, the power in, balance in the relationship mm. uh there are questions of agency mm. there are questions of uh even beyond the whole like dom and sub stuff uh there are there are issues of uh of a, a of a retaking of status uh, within the relationship hierarchy. So in this context, when you say, is the sex, is it manageable to withhold sex? It is within the context of regaining her power. And you can define her power as, as no, however you like. Of course but, she can stop having sex, but like, it's fun, isn't it? Like, why would she? Well, she would because, because is... she doesn't feel like the guy is taking him, taking her seriously uh, outside the con outside the like the confines of the sexual relationship, and the only way for her to find out if the guy's a keeper is to stop fucking him. And if he sticks around and he wants to commit, and you're fucking him less or not fucking him, then you know you've got a keeper. And if he decides to bounce because you're not fucking him, then you know what's up. Do you think there would have been a lot more value in having these deeper conversations about who he was, his past, his relationships in the past at the start, so that the sex wasn't as full on? And as exploratory, as freaky early, early doors. doors, yeah, yeah, because, obviously, because you then have a situation now where you've gone from that one extreme mm. to potentially just pulling back completely, which in itself can present problems, right? Sure, because because the guy might just be like, "Yo, what the fuck? I know that I'm not ready now, but yeah, what, but, what? but it's not necessarily. It's not. It's not. It's not his uh, prerogative. No, but to make her wait until he is ready, right? No, of course Entirely not. But up. it is a natural feeling for him to just be like, "Yo, uh, I thought we've been open to, yeah. to the point you made before. I thought we've been open. I thought we've been honest." Why are we going the opposite way? So to answer the direct question, yeah, obviously it would have been better to have this conversation early, mm. but it seems like they're having a lot of conversations. And so like there was an air of openness and the guy just wasn't ready to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like within the context of a relatively open, by the sounds of I it, hear that. situationship. Um, it's not the kind of chat you hear on first dates on C4. It's, yeah. It, it, so tell me about your cheating history. It? It's not, mm. it's not Casa and more chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously it would have been ideal, but this is the way the cookies crumbled, right? And again, my favorite expression in, in life you got about 10 of them. You can't keep saying No, no, you know this. My, no. un, my unified singular favorite is you can only play the chessboard in front of you. you and said that a lot. your chessboard has been, has been laid thus. So, uh, yeah, I think, to be honest, I think you are within your rights. I think you, you're with, like, okay, you've gone a fair way down the fucking track, right? Doing sex parties and threesomes and whatever. But like, clearly you have been made to feel uncomfortable by his 
like borderline obsession with finding a threesome partner. And that's, that's reasonable. Like open relationships are all about consent. And you, one might argue that open relationships require an even deeper understanding and deeper level of consent because there are externalities to, to the core pair. And if you feel uncomfortable with the way that he is trying to uh, introduce additional partners, then you're entirely within your right to, to form uh, doubts about mm. your core pairing. And like, regardless of how any relationship goes uh, forward from here, you, that needs to be rock solid before there are threesomes or whatever's or other sex parties. Yeah. You need to, you need to be solid with his, with this guy. And if you're not solid with him, you're within your rights to withdraw yourself until you are. It's one of those as well, where you kind of just have to know yourself and mm -hmm. know your heart and know your tolerance mm. levels. Right. Because you know what they say, the difference between men and women is that we can separate cuck from heart mm -hmm. and mind. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and you know, they always say that like women are becoming more like men in that respect these days, etc. But the reality is that like, we still have a situation in which you can't compartmentalize that. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of women can't, oh, I mean, a lot of men can't either. Um, so it is to an extent, a little bit about knowing what you are able to deal with emotionally, mm -hmm. right? Because to your point, if the only way you think you can stop yourself from being emotionally invested is by withdrawing the sex, mm -hmm. then I would say that maybe you just cut this off right now at this stage and just say, look, when you are ready, mm -hmm. if I am free, what we have is dope and I really like you. Mm -hmm. But while you can't give me everything I want now, there is no real point in me getting deeper in with you. So this was about to be my final line. What I was, right. what I was, what I was going to say is you're basically at the point of where you, you drop it, that if it's no committee, it's no Kostiki, right? So this is this is the bridge that you're at. It's time to cross the Rubicon. Uh, yeah, I guess. Unfortunately. Yeah, look, I just think um, you, you obviously have to protect your heart. You have to protect your energy. And this guy doesn't seem at all problematic at all really like he's open he's honest and clearly has a lot of urges that he has still living in him that he needs to get out but he's just got a lot of shit the, going the, on and the, it doesn't, the, it doesn't, it doesn't the, line up with you That's the worry up. the worry is is that will that ever come to an end for somebody like him because she said in her in her in her submission that he cheated a lot Mm. back in the day oh so, that's that was also a point so, that we haven't so addressed may, yeah so maybe that bit needs to actually be explored a little bit more yeah. by, that, by, that, by our submitter because that's open what and shut that, what does that mean that's open and shut what do you mean I mean once cheater always a cheater come on come on I don't know I don't know I don't know I'm not gonna man, you're a king of the wide brush statements I'm not like that you know? I'm, I'm Mr. Nuance I'm Mr. Nuance Fuck you know what I mean nuance is overrated <laughs> It's bullshit. Like it is what it is. Some people are cheat, some people aren't. Some people can't bring themselves to do it. Some people find it easy, right? It happens. But the reasons why he cheated might have been because he hasn't, he didn't have a woman who was as exploratory as say the person who submitted this so why thing. Why didn't he leave her? Huh? Why didn't he leave her? Bro, we've been through this a hundred times. You know, yeah. you know, breakups are terrible and they're hard yeah, to do. Come on. It's true, but sometimes like people find fucking cheating easier than breakups, which is mad, but it's the truth. Listen, I'm all, f I've, as I've said in the record, I I'm all for, uh, for relationships being vehicles of gaining property uh, and gaining advantage and favor in life. Uh, but I don't believe that people change their stripes when it comes to this one. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I know loads of cases where people have just fucked around and then just found the one. And they're like, nah, I'm out of the game, innit? Fucking around is hung, hung, hung up their jerseys. No, when I say fucking around, I mean cheating. Okay. You know? Been in relationships when they were young and they were like, this isn't going to be the person I'm with. So whatever. Just been a bit crazy when they've gone on lads holidays. They've found the one. 
and become like that guy where it's like, she can have my Instagram account. She can have my password. She's meeting all my friends. I don't even go out with the homies. Like you can make that turn for sure. Mm. I've seen it for sure. Well, not whilst this guy's in this emotional place. Anyway. And that's, that's the problem, right? This person we're talking about isn't that guy, right? He's clearly in a space where I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's experience. I don't know if it's background. I don't know what the fuck it is, but clearly he has a lot to get out of his system. And I think, look, man, I think, there's a lot of credit that needs to be given to him for just like acknowledging that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like acknowledging that. He doesn't want to come into a situation with you where it's just about potentially exploring other women. He wants to do all of these crazy things with you, which is great. It's a compliment. But he's got he's got that freaky deaky in him still, isn't it? So until that subsides a little bit. Gotta let him gotta let him orgy this one out. Yeah, away from exactly. <laughs> Literally. Um and that's tied in with just knowing what your heart can take at worst. You have to have a view on how badly this could get, mm -hmm. how badly this could spiral. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing a worst case scenario analysis, if you want to call it that, ask yourself if you could take what the possible worst outcome is from him. And if the answer to that is no, then I would suggest that you, yo, kill it early. Kill it early. Take the L, as I said, take the L. You know, sometimes we just have to take an L. No, uh, It hurts and it's fucking shit. But then we realize, actually, I left that situation with just, with, with my self-respect, with my Amen. heart intact, well, with you everything. you can go on the other side. And you can do your thing, innit? No, and trust me, this girl's gonna have no problems. No problems with the bounce back. No, uh, no, no problems. No committee, no co-sticky. That's what's up. I don't like that, to be honest. I I'll think be honest. that might be the Where'd episode. you get that from? That is that from like a, is that like a toilet, a toilet that, attendant off the dome. At, a, at a club? Off the dome. I think that, um, might be, that might be the episode title. What? No committee, no co-sticky. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no committee. How do you even spell co-sticky? And what is, what is co-sticky? A stickiness of co No committee, no co-sticky. That's, that's terrible. Horrible. It's the episode title. Keep your submissions <laughs> coming, coming in. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think we did all right on that one. I think we did too. I think we did. We didn't encourage any property theft. No. We didn't encourage uh, any public slander. No. Uh, it was quite a mature one. You ever been to a sex party? No. Do you want to? But I know people who have been. Oh, I, I know a few. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. It's kind of mad how prevalent it is. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be very fucking lit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it, though. It's a bit weird. I think I could Spare do it in like... Spare people out in that. Uh, yeah, so when this person submitted, I was like, Hella yo. Unhygienic. I didn't, I didn't have you down as like the eyes wide shut party type yeah, person. I think only in that setting could I do it, like where it's like masks and shit. Okay. I don't know if I could just like look at hella people Turn in the up, face. cocky out. Yeah, yeah, but What would yeah. you do if you see somebody, you buck someone that you know and you're like. That you're about to bang or just no, somebody what? who you know and be like, oh, fancy seeing you here. Yeah. It depends who it is. Because if it's like, your, if it's, mad, let's like, just imagine it's like your boss from work. Shit, that's the reverse. See, that actually like, I would find easier to manage. Because really? if, if it's your boss from work, you're immediately like, we're obviously both keeping our fucking mouth shut. We're not boys. Yeah, this is, We're not going to like see each other out in public. Or rare to so who would be a nightmare to see in a sex party? Someone that, someone that like, you know from from a bat, innit? Like, not your Cody. You and your Cody, you'd be like, this is bleak, but like, come shut the fuck up. And then the two of you'd be like, cool, bless, say nothing. But if it's just like someone who's like, who's about, who like comfortably goes to these sex parties and like chats about that they're going, they're like, but you never, you never guess who I saw. But you never guess who I saw. But like, who? But like, but you know, Rich goes to these sex parties, but that just cover blown, whole thing's done. No, I'm not about it. No, I mean, I, I envy people who are that sort of like sexually liberated. 
in that sense. Yeah, like, I, consider, I consider myself to be like, I'm no prude or anything like that, but like, that's another <laughs> level of uh, sexual liberalization. I'm not down for sticky flooring either. What does that mean? As in like sticky floors. Like I'm, I just don't want to be walking on sticky floors. There's like a lot of fluids about everywhere at sex parties, I, I imagine. Mean, I'm sure people wipe, bro. I mean, I would hope so, but I'm not really willing to find and out. I'd imagine, and I imagine, I mean, how much stick, I mean, I don't think people are just like raw dogging in the sex parties. I'm pretty sure it's like a know. safe environment. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's generally quite a sticky endeavor. You're giving me a bit of insight there into your, into your bedroom antics. I've actually got Do you not keep a Kleenex I've on all, deck? I've got or an anything? all plastic covered room. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like you. <laughs> I'm not Patrick no, Bateman. No, it sounds like you. I mean, you're not far off. What? You're not far off. What? If any of my, if I was going to say any of my no friends could way. turn into Patrick Bateman, it'd be you, bro. It'd bruv. be you, bro. What are you talking about, bro? Hey, hey, unpack it. Explain. Fucking man. incredibly white, incredibly wow. neurotic. Wow. Well, I'll give you that. Has a look in his fucking eyes where he could be a killer. What? Very, very like weirdly intelligent. You guys heard Johnny on the fucking budget like half an hour ago. <laughs> like he was just not stopping. Like if I he cut him, me. I was giving him the sign like, yo, we got to wrap it up. And he just drew for the knife and just gave me a look. <laughs> oh, I put the record player on. Exactly. Started playing Phil Collins the studio <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. 50 episodes. 50 episodes deep. 50. That's the half century. Raise the bat. Yeah, man. It's uh, potentially a very, very significant episode mm. as well. For reasons we will, uh, we will get into later. Yes. Um, but until then, thank you for 50. What can I say? Man? Thank you very much. We have the best supporters in Many the world. Many men. And wish death upon me. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I can say. From thank the, you very from, much. From the bottom of my heart. Muchas gracias. Um, I could call out some names, Merci. but you know who you are because every Grazie. single time you slide into Dankeschön. the DMs, we reply to every Shishir. single one of you. Um, Spasibo. We love you all. Kamasamnida. Until next time. Arigato. Peace.